Welcome to Story Went Viral, where we talk all about the stories that you're sharing online and what it's really like to go viral. I'm Tim. And I'm Hannah, and we are very excited to take you through what went viral and also what it's like to go viral on this week's podcast. So, Tim, over to you to introduce some of our stories. Okay, first up, dating, always an issue, the rights and wrongs <laughs> of it, but this is uh, particularly. Um, shall we say, a uh, controversial approach to dating. Divisive. Pardon? Quite divisive, divisive. I'd say. And whether say. you should uh, uh, upgrade your meal, should we say. Let's take a little look and we'll explain a bit more in a moment. Is this going to be extra? And she says, yes, it's $3 extra. And he said, okay, then never mind. Thing over there and I'm like, what the actual fuck? I'm like, okay, I'm hungry. I'm going to eat my brunzy now and see what happens. And <laughs> the, the context, the background here, this was an online date, I think, set up from an, an online dating app. So they hadn't met before um, in New York City, and she's having some sort of a brunzizo or something. I don't, I, don't know, I don't know what that is either. But anyway, he was having a burger and clearly was kind of like um, being ma a massive cheapskate <laughs> over spending an extra $3 on a slice of cheese in his burger. Well, 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 so well, she's brilliant. $3? Two fifty for cheese? <laughs> I know, but you're on a date as well. Okay, that's like, true. Part of you is presumably trying to like impress or show that you're not, you're not that cheap um i mean i don't know whether a brinzino or whatever it was called is more expensive than a burger anyway but that's sort of by the by she ended up going and paying for the whole thing paying the whole bill which you know i would have thought is pretty standard anyway um you know either split the bill or who cares if it's the man or the woman who pays or whatever but still i mean like well done her for calling him out on it because it's just like we'll never see we'll never see each other again we will never eat burgers together again and you really should have just spent you should have just got the cheese which I heartily encourage. Cheese on everything, basically, as far as I'm concerned. I don't know. I think... I would have spent five. This... Oh, oh, look, again, the point is it went viral. People divided people. <laughs> I would say that's fine. And, you know, if me and you were on a date and you did that, okay, fine. But do you need to then record it and shame this person well she hasn't named him she hasn't named no. him so it's like sorry are we saying sorry you went viral i mean she, presumably she's delighted that she yeah. did and he will know that it's him and no one else has to so it's just like well actually i'm not sorry you went viral at all this just means he's just going to do better and hopefully improve his chances of finding a you know a life partner <laughs> but what's really interesting about this one is that because she didn't name him people have basically been stitching that tiktok video pretending to be the guy the responding guy. to it and getting great numbers on it so are there some people defending him no, there are some people pretending to be him and filming themselves <laughs> saying yes i i stand by my rights or no that was way out of order um, and then getting really, really popular, getting loads of views off the back of it, playing into the whole TikTok algorithm. But, I mean, if you've got the time to do that, and fair enough, but it's just adding to the confusion and the variety of the story. 
And it also is just like you enter the online dating world with a certain amount of trepidation in the future. I either be a bit more generous and dig deeper um, or or maybe maybe um, maybe you want to kind of like vet the people you're going to be having dinner with beforehand. So, you know, that they're not going to out you as a cheapskate if that's what you are. Check the social profiles. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> exactly. Um, cool. Right. Moving on. Next story. So pandemic, obviously, it affected everyone. Um some people a lot more but what was really interesting this week and what went viral this week was um a tweet by bbc world about um the pandemic and a report that claims it wasn't as bad for people and people had great fun at pointing out the impact it did have so let me Mm. just get this one up um so, uh, you see, the tweet was, mental health crisis from pandemic was minimal, study suggests, which, again, as former journalists, I'm sure we've got alarm bells going off. But people were basically being quote tweeting, showing the crazy stuff that they did online. Uh, and they did during the pandemic. So this guy was um, talking about, also a guy, woman, sorry, talking about how she watched BoJack Horseman and then created spreadsheets ranking all the episodes um, from it. Um, which is basically her way of showing how her mental health was not um, minimally affected, let's say. I I haven't actually seen BoJack Horseman, but it's some sort of humanoid um, kind of cartoon thing, right, which is is quite dark. It's definitely not for for kids. And just to clarify as well, I mean, this is a study, this isn't a study by the BBC, it's a study by, I think, the British Medical Council or something like that. But really, really interesting because... For so long, we've been told kind of post-pandemic that, you know, that the, the COVID hangover is just going to affect how will have affected so many people in terms of social distancing and working from home and all of that sort of stuff. I think the point that everyone's trying to make is that, yes, it did really affect me, but also like this, this study doesn't take into account kids at yes. all. And I think most people would accept that that COVID and the pandemic and lockdown and everything had the most detrimental effect on children um so the study doesn't go into that that's just a bit of journalistic context to it but it is very very um funny and perhaps food for thought for for the study authors the report authors well you talk about um you talk about food for thought there was another one which really uh, amused me uh, about what they did during the pandemic um it's up here i ate one chicken nugget a minute for 60 minutes and streamed it on twitch <laughs> That's impressive. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. Or is it? I mean, she looks like she she looks a bit ropey towards <laughs> the end of it. Um, with the real, but yeah. But in terms of um, you know, with the pandemic, um, how did you find that really? In terms of for you and you know how it, it must have been difficult for everyone. I mean, it was really, of course, it was so difficult for everyone. I mean, I was a, I was a new mum as well. And so uh, there's so many people who really struggled with not having any support network around them. I, I quite, a part of me quite liked it in that I got to kind of like shut out the outside yeah. world and all the noise and just kind of focus on like, how do I, how do I keep this little person alive <laughs> safely? Um, so, so part of me quite liked it, but I totally um, like just anecdotally, I would say there's, 
that that definitely like the the pandemic had a massive impact on everyone's mental health individually and as a society as well and so um you know unfortunately headlines can sometimes be a bit misleading yeah. um i don't think for a second it's the bbc's fault i think it's just perhaps the author the report authors they they kind of pulled out the the, the, the wrong yeah. bit of their of their hard work i just give an example <laughs> of how the pandemic affected me okay go on then Oh no. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, I don't know how to describe this. You look a little bit sort of Yeti like. Yeti, well. Yeti? Is that I true? think a combination of, I think, six months of not being able to cut my hair and. Um... Uh, yeah, I, I go just a bit crazy with it all. I think that was just before I got my hair cut, to be fair. Yeah. And it just goes to show as well that these sort of stories do go viral because people are genuinely riled yeah. about it. Like the, the hangover from the pandemic is still very, very real. I mean, I can't watch certain programs that are kind of like reliving, you know, the stuff about like Boris Johnson when, uh, in, I think it was a Sky yeah. program or something like that, reliving his time as prime minister or something like that. It's too close to home. Yeah. It, it's too close to the bone for me. I can't. Um, it's too soon <laughs> to go back there. So I think any kind of reports that kind of are contrary to what our knee-jerk reaction is to something, it's just like, oh no, no, don't, don't, don't say that. It's just gonna, it's just gonna irritate people because it was, it was horrendous, Maybe. wasn't it? I mean, that period of our lives was horrendous. Yeah, hopefully, uh, in the past for us all. Um, next up, um, yeah, I, slightly different indeed, tone, and I found this fascinating. Let me just uh, cue this up. Um, how to do makeup? Patrick, what you got there? It's a little bit of my contraband. So what do you use the M&M for? Uh, the M&M is for my eyeshadow. So you you rub it back and forth on your... I do, lick it just a little bit and rub it on. Do that for me <laughs> real quick. Wow, that works. So the fireball, I'm assuming, is for your lips. My lips. Mm -hmm. Same thing, you just lick it and rub it back and forth on your lips. Amazing. Interesting. I mean, it's, it's. Oh, can you take the. Yeah, yeah amazing. On. There we go. Sorry. Um, I mean, it's. it's uh, yeah, no, oh, absolutely ingenious and and so resourceful as well. I mean, it's this. Um, it's it's a woman in prison for anyone who uh who hasn't got the visual on that. Um, and she's using uh, an M and M. I'm assuming in the states it's the same as an M and M over here. It's like a little chocolate thing right so she's used that as her as her eyeshadow brilliant some other sweet as her kind of like red sweet she's used to kind of like color her lips and i think she uses like a a toothbrush yes. and and some kind of like for some reason like a black toothpaste that apparently men use and then she's using that as a as mascara and i was like this is genius the amount of money that is spent on the cosmetics industry and who knew that all you needed was a little bit of of jail contraband to, to get you through well I, I done her incredibly inventive uh sadly she got it taken off her because she wasn't allowed it yeah oh. yeah oh, oh, oh shame I, I don't know what it was from it was from a like a documentary a docu-soap um but i found it fascinating you got four million likes on tiktok alone that someone clipped that up wow. so i don't know maybe you want to save a few bar power maybe you can uh give that a go and go down to your local sweet shop and Go crazy. Well, I wonder how long her um, her jail term is as well, because you know she's she's quite she's a very resourceful individual. I loved it. So maybe she's 
already set herself up with some kind of um, gainful employment afterwards when well, she's out. Hopefully, or set up her own TikTok channel, probably. Um, probably more likely next that. Up, yeah. I love this story. Um, this is, I, I, you know, my own proposal was amusing for its own reasons, but this I thought was fantastic. Um, let me. We're going to have to Oh, indeed. Well. Let me just get this one up first to show you. <laughs> so this was of a BBC News uh, presenter who spotted this on a... Um... Yeah, this is Nuda. Nuda. Do you know her? Yeah, yeah. Well, through through Lewis, uh, yes. So... So this is it. She's went to the bus stop. And again, how often do we look at bus stops and look at the signs? So yeah. someone had basically written about uh on the bus stops basically like lines of proposal and look they she said yes yeah so nulu has essentially said saw this at the bus stop today and i need to know what happened i need to know what she what she said so what happened charlotte i need to know so it kind of says what does it say on there so charlotte seven years ago we met at this bus stop now will you marry me absolutely glorious um so nula posted this out a picture it obviously it went viral and the happy news is that Charlotte said yes. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, which was, which is great. And I think, um, is it Rory, her, who's her fiance, um, who who made the gesture yeah. in the first place? Um, yeah. So he's the one, I guess, who's um, who's gone viral now as a result of Nula kind of picking up on this. And it's just one of those kind of like feel good stories, isn't it, as well? Um, so well done. I'm not that sorry to Rory because he's bagged himself a wife and a massive Twitter following as a result I of this. Brilliant. I mean, to be honest... My bus stop memories are probably about waking up drunkenly in Heathrow at four in the morning. So I wouldn't necessarily want to recreate that in a bus stop uh, map. But, um, yeah, no, my... my well, you've got to, you've got to give us your proposal story Long then. story short, trying to do it, um, had the ring in my pocket. I thought we'd go to the local park. Unfortunately, uh, partner Carolyn got home late, later than she thought, and it was getting dark. Uh, so I was getting ready to propose as we walked around the park and then she started to go for a jog. It started jogging your head. But I started, yeah. He started going for a jog. <laughs> so by the time I caught up with her and she stopped, it was even darker, getting dark. And basically I proposed literally in the dark as the gates were shutting. So she saw the ring, which was good. But uh, it didn't exactly go the slick, smooth, love actually for wedding style proposal in my head. And so obviously she had no idea. So at least you had the element of surprise. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> element of surprise is like proposing in Asda, for example. I'm not sure that it's still a surprise, but is that her ideal proposal that she had in her head? Probably not. Will you please marry this sweaty mess who's just chased <laughs> you around the park <laughs> lovely well she she obviously said yes oh, so, indeed, so it worked indeed. something um, there worked but obviously for the wedding we would need a dress and this story again has gone um uh, gone viral online controversial really has divided yeah. people um uh let me get this up again and we will have a look at it
so much. I feel like a mermaid. The beading reminds me of seafoam and bubbles, and the dress still feels vintage, which is exactly what I wanted. But this isn't the end of the journey. So, My birthday party is tomorrow night, this, so stay right, tuned for part three. That this is um, a TikToker uh, who had a vintage dress, which she then altered to turn it into a party dress. And the backlash on it, the reason I guess it's gone viral is because there are loads of like haters out there who are saying, no, you can't ever alter anything vintage. It's, you know, it's, yes. it is the way it is and you shouldn't ever tamper with it. And then there are on the other side, people supporting her saying, well, no, actually you're just upcycling and reusing something that's beautiful and turning it into something that you can wear every day or wear to your party or whatever it is. I'm kind of more, I, I, I fully on, on board with her. I mean, there's always going to be people out there who just like if it's a really famous dress like do you remember i think it was at the met gala a couple of years ago kim kardashian yeah. wore a marilyn monroe like the marilyn monroe dress and then there was a massive uproar about it because they'd had to alter it a bit and apparently it was ripped and all sorts of things but like fundamentally i think bringing these garments and bringing art as it is like back to life somehow um and repurposing it is like keeps keeps it alive somehow otherwise what's it going to do just sit in a museum or sit on a on a, a hanger in a wardrobe somewhere indeed i was just used. trying to find the clip uh, which i recorded earlier but now i can't obviously uh is of her defending yeah. and explaining saying well look you know when do you ups uh you know uh rework something and when do you keep something vintage and she was talking about um uh a dress from uh was it laura ashley no i can't remember anyway Oh, yeah. I saw it. I saw it. And it was a long dress, or yeah. like a floor length dress, wasn't it? And she said, I wouldn't tamper with this. I wouldn't change this at all because it is the way it is. And this is how it's, it's supposed to be. And, and, and also, I mean, some dresses, you just couldn't alter them. You can't really alter them to, to repurpose them into something else because they would just look ridiculous. The dress that we just saw there, the party dress that she altered, I mean, that's kind of like, you know, it's, it doesn't look it looks it still looks good it could have been originally as a short yeah. party dress you know and she's just made something you know great and old look kind of great and new oh indeed <clears throat> um i wish i was good i was terrible at that kind of stuff i could textiles just what, textiles no ability at all. so i'm <laughs> making a cushion which no, I, I think it uh then it gave to my mum who then somehow got rid of it quite quickly because it was just so terrible so a lot of people get really precious about oh, dresses really? um because you know like especially like wedding dresses things were we were just talking about proposals and weddings so i you know m my wedding dress wasn't expensive at all i loved it absolutely loved it and had it altered from it was like an original bridesmaid's dress i think or something like that just a high street thing but um i obviously haven't worn it since then and I've actually, in my mind, I'm like, actually, I'm going to dye it, I think, and I'm going to alter it and repurpose it so that for our 10-year anniversary, nice. I can wear it again. Um, but it's just like, otherwise, it's just like, what do you do? You just, like, have your wedding dress in the attic or in the loft or in the back of the wardrobe. For, for what? Like, to, to hand down to someone else in your family who's also going to yeah. just stick it in the attic and not see it? But I, I just think, like, if you can find ways of bringing, of, of repurposing things and bringing them back to life, then all all the better and i don't i mean what are the arguments against her what are the, what are people saying just that she's like yeah, ruining history and, <laughs> you know like anything you know what happens now on social media you put something up some people will love it some people will hate it that is the the, the mm. way of it and you know to be fair she's gone back and she's actually been quite canny making more videos out off the back of it uh fair play to her really
Um, so next, this is um, what it's like to go viral. And this one has got Twitter particularly incensed. Uh, and look, we all have frustrating situations where we want to reach out to customer service. But I think the moral of this story is DM is your friend and maybe not drink and tweet, <laughs> I think. Do you want to explain, Hannah? Okay, so um, this is a passenger on a BA flight, British Airways uh, flight, traveling in mm. first class. Um, uh, and uh, the tweet was, wow, British Airways, your standards are seriously slipping. Gold executive club members sitting in 1A and 1C and your staff elected to serve 1F first. No apology, just, oh, he was closest which he totally wasn't. The race to the bottom has broken your brand. I mean, the rage you can, and the, the injustice, you can he really hear it in his, in his tweet, can't you? Um, and he, he has since gone on to say, you know, um, ill-judged, I've deleted it. Um, I know what I meant by it. Many of you did not. In any event, I apologise for any offence taken, which would be fine. I mean, it's still embarrassing yeah. for most of us. You see this this kind of a tweet and you think, oh, my God, the privilege is off the scale. Who cares if someone serves someone else before you? You know, you're already in a 10,000 pound, whatever it is, seat um, and getting a very much a first class service. Uh, but the fact what I find interesting about this is that he hasn't stopped there. So he sort of posted it and then apologized for it. But now he he's still going with the kind of the social media engagement on it. And he's had obviously had a yeah. load of criticism, loads of people flagging him off. Um, I don't think there's been anyone who's Not defended really seen, him. I don't, I don't know. Um, maybe, maybe. Let me just pull up his page and we can uh, have a look. But yeah, he, um, he was also then complaining about, um, before, about the lounge not showing uh, the rugby, for example. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, the so, yeah, hand. he's pinned his apology, <laughs> and then he's um, then put up his views on society and politics. Um, oh, should have logged into Twitter. Um, he's oh, so what are his views on society? No, and politics, no then? nothing related to this situation at all. He's just putting his two pennies okay. worth. Why he's got attention. So, but but he 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 clearly is very much in favour of the kind of like hierarchical split no. social division of like there are some people you know, you know the haves and the have-nots. No, I think it's just why he's got some attention. He's giving his views on things. Um, so, well, this is what I think is really interesting because you know this section we're talking about like what yeah. it's like to go viral, um, and one would think in his case. It hasn't been very pleasant because he's had a load of a load of abuse and whatever um, in return. But the fact that he's still kind of like posting his views, he's probably he's properly kind of like jumped on this bandwagon, hasn't he? He's like he's got a platform now. He's got people who are interested in him, whether they like him or not. And he's running with it. And you think, well, OK, sorry, but not sorry. You went viral. I mean, presumably he's quite pleased he did. Otherwise, he would have yeah, back he's, into uh, hole by now. pulled out. He's trying to shame, pass on the shame in the sense I've just highlighted on here. So he apologised and deleted his original tweet. And then there's an account called Passenger Shaming, which I assume 
is loves content like this where passengers uh, rant or complain on social media, which then they pick up. And he's complaining that, that the, um, uh, the account still has their tweet up, which um, is never, you know, uh, never happy. But that's the thing. You're out, you lose that control. Once you go viral, it's very hard to control it and stop it and take control of it. And just out of interest, did the did the crew on that particular flight? Because he does name the flight in his first tweet. Does the did, have the crew responded ah, no, at so all, or the the, or the, the um, member of staff? Let in me <laughs> get this up. Um, so he has apologised uh, to BA for the um, for the uh, incident and for the tweet. So he says, however, no excuse. And I apologise to all, including British Airways, who are generally the most wonderful of people. I think my indeed, <laughs> very. Uh, I think my tweet history stands testament to how much I love this airline. And I hope this will treat this last blip as an anomaly. Mere culpa. And uh, Kit from <laughs> BA has replied and said, thanks, Leoie. So. Um, wow. Well, maybe he'll just be banned from the from the first class lounge in the in the future. He'll be pushed down the executive club membership and and have to sit with the plebs in the main airline in the in the main airport in the body of the airport. That would be um. I mean, I doubt whether they'll do that. I mean, why would they? He's he's spending an absolute yeah. fortune on on um, on flying at that level. Very difficult. Um, um, again, I think sometimes it's keeping it just dealing with the issue privately than posting it all on social media i think yeah or post it all on social media get a big social media following <laughs> go viral <laughs> and then otherwise what would we have to talk about okay so this is a moment of mindfulness this is where we like to um just you know we know social media can be very intense and uh or, or all encompassing and a bit much, but this is a moment where we'd like to share a clip that has gone popular, it's gone viral on social media, just because it's nice and hopefully can reset our, our minds and take the stress out of things. Um, Hannah, do you want to explain what we're about to see? Yeah, this there's no purpose to this. <laughs> it's just really nice images of goats Eating Let me get it up and enjoy this moment of bliss. I think that's <laughs> lovely. Who knew that goat's eating would be so it's just uh, enjoyable? Calming. 
calming. It's so calming. And I think even if, if you haven't got Who? the visual on this and you can't see it, but you're just listening to the audio, that sound of them chomping through big, fat, juicy tomatoes, there's something so satisfying about it. And you, it's one of those things I, I can, if I find something that I can watch that I, you know, have enjoyed first time round, I can go back and, and watch it over and over and over and over again. So it's the sort of thing that I would use as my like break in a day or something like that. Be like, I'm, do you know what? I've got, I've got a couple of minutes spare. I'm going to go and sit down and watch those goats chomping through some tomatoes. Indeed. I think joy, Ryan Lodge, who posted that, to realise that they've um, various hashtags on their post, ASMR, ASMR eating, ASMR sounds, tomatoes. They know this is the kind of thing you just need. ASMR. What's is, ASMR? Um, I can't think exact definition, but it's basically it's just hearing stuff that's relaxing and comforting. Uh, and you put your headphones um, on and you can just try to relax. So do you think that they yeah. are, are they in America or somewhere? So do you think that they deliberate they knew that this was likely to kind of get a lot of traction? And potentially go viral, and that's why they posted all the I'm various sure, hashtags. I'm sure they know. The I'm sure they know. Thing. But hey, who cares? Yeah. It's just a lovely bit of video. Happy goats. Yeah, happy, happy goats. goats. Um, happy right, to go that's wrong. it for this week. Thanks very yeah. much uh, for taking the time to uh, listen or watch the show. Of course, you can catch up on uh, any of those clips on YouTube. Saw you went viral, and on Instagram, saw you went viral as well, and on Twitter with the same handle. Get in touch with the show uh, at sorryyouwentviral at gmail.com or tag us in any other clips you think we should feature on next week's show. Uh, but for Tim and for Hannah, just say thanks very much. Have a good week. 